0: Surprise! It's the news for me. It is Monday morning. It's it's late already. Wow. 9.52 a.m. Almost 9.53 a.m. Monday morning. October 9th, 2023. And uh, the day is half over already. Wow. Where has it gone? I really thought I'd be doing this a lot, a lot sooner than this, but i had got a few things to attend to this morning. It's been kind of a busy weekend. And next weekend's not going to be much different. It's going to be very busy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a few days off occasionally, and uh, so I've got to try to fix all this broken stuff, let alone, you know, prepare for winter here coming up. Had a new roof put on our house, and, and the... Um, the roofers did a great job on the roof, but they they took out all my gutter guard and
1: left it that way. And they threw it away. Threw away
0: all my gutter guard. And the leaves are falling now like crazy, so I've got to get uh, I've got to get out there and get that done. I got to get the leaves out of the eaves troughs and then clean up the put the install the gutter guard stuff. It's going to take me probably the rest of the day. On top of that, my uh, my wife's car has broken down in a in a weird way. Um, some weird thing has gone wrong with it, and apparently the thermostat, which is not just a normal thermostat like you would see in any, most cars, it's it's got this weird actual thermostat type deal that actually controls the temperature of the water, not just. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing. It's a, it's hard to get to it. I might try to do that later on today if I can get that fixed, and then everything's gonna be wonderful. Then i got to start traveling tomorrow. got to travel for five days and then uh, hopefully get my boat moved next weekend. I didn't get, to, get the, didn't get the boat moved this weekend. It's a little bit too windy, a little too wavy, a little too crazy. Ironically, today I probably could have gotten it done. Uh, however, there's nobody to help me, so I'd probably uh, be best off not taking it by myself. Even though I have done that many times, I, I just, this time of year with the temperatures being so cold and cold. The weather being what it is, I'm just not going to do it, even though it probably wouldn't be, a, probably pretty easy to do today. But uh, I just don't have time. I just just don't have time. And the boat's not going to come out of the water until after next week anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, however, in the midst of all of this, a couple of things I want to talk about. And of course, one thing um, is what's in my cup. I have a cup full of chai with uh, Almond Joy creamer in it, believe it or not. I am at home though. I am at the home studio, and I don't have I don't have my uh, I don't have my backup cup here. I do have some tea upstairs, but it's old, kind of old. It's a mixture of many things. It's got some tea from all over the place, all over the country, in my thermos. Probably, probably should just throw it out and start over, which I probably will do today at some point. I'm in the midst of all my you know nothing to do all day, just work on tea. I do want to talk about the, the issue with Israel right now. Um, Hamas, of course, has uh, attacked from the south. Uh, what most people are not talking a lot about is that uh, Hezbollah has also decided to attack from the north. Hezbollah is not um, uh, as big of an organization I have some theories about all this stuff and I I want to kind of weigh in on some things um, and talk a little bit about what's happening. The general – I don't look at the news the way most people do. I don't just uh, listen to what they say. Um, It's very critical that we understand. and I I think it's – if you're a student of media – you will understand that the the powers that be, the deep state, has been involved in media for a long time. Operation Mockingbird was a real thing. Now, it was supposedly dismantled. It was never dismantled. Um, it was just switched around and changed. And What they were doing was ended up getting placed into different compartments. Operation Mockingbird, uh, uh, this is a brief synopsis, it's probably not even the most accurate, is the CIA, the, the NSA, various organizations, now the FBI kind gotten involved as well, but <clears throat> various organizations have gotten involved in, in the, the use of even sitcoms and movies, television shows uh, involving
1: propaganda. And influence
0: on our society. And un- unfortunately, one of the things that they do as well, uh, because of the market, right now the, 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 the movie market, the entertainment market in this country is highly influenced by foreign actors. And i and <laughs> Here's how, it, here's how it happens. A movie will be produced here in the United States. And all the while, they have all – the, the one thing in the back of their mind is they're, is they're putting this movie together, whether it be a cartoon or an animation or whatever it is or a regular, regular movie. All the while, it is looked at as the market that they're providing that – they're, that they're putting this out there for. Yes, there is a solid U.S. market for entertainment, a growing market. Now, think about this: there's 300 million people
1: in this country. Turn 25, 26, whatever it is. There are a billion, over a billion people in China and India.
0: China is a rapidly growing market. They have; they're going from third world to first world, rapidly developing, and more and more people now have access to entertainment. I would say that the market probably is larger than the United States now. Because of that, because of the influence of the CCP, they will only allow certain kinds of entertainment into the country. TikTok is a very different thing in China than it is here. It's a TikTok. TikTok is a Chinese entity. And over here, they allow all kinds of just frivolous gobbledygook. In China, it is filtered out to simply educational stuff. In China, they will not accept, there are usually certain edits done to movies in order to to enter the Chinese market for them to be approved to enter the Chinese market. And because of that, um, there are many producers of movies here that are influenced by that, those decisions and create movies that are Chinese-friendly, Chinese CCP-friendly. Chinese CCP friendly. Now, because of that, uh, that's, that's the kind of influence they have. Now, at the same time that this is going on, there are some entities here, NSA, CIA, for instance, who want to place things in movies and in media that will influence the people of China as well. And they try to sneak stuff past the CCP. There's a continuous, it's an info war, basically, if you will, not to to take anything from the info war's brand that would be Alex Jones. But there is an information war going on and an ideological war, much, much like there is right now within the civil, civil ideological war that we have going on in the States right now. The, speaking of which, there are some interesting developments in the ideological war here in the United States. Um, the wokeness and the cancellation and some of the stuff that's going on is finally starting to eat away at, at the... The nerves of some of these people. The Young Turks, for example, um, even Cenk Yuger has come out and kind of talked about some of the ridiculousness that's going on on the left right now. They know. They know that they've gone too far. Now, given the chance, they would, they would go further. They, they don't mind it. The problem is they know it's not being accepted very well by the American people. They know that they've, taken off, they've bitten off a little bit too much. They've shown their agenda a little bit too, too much. So they're backing down. Anna Kasperian, I think is her name. She was on the Young Turks. And I, I think she's kind of done with the whole woke stuff. She's really tired. Of, she, she's seen people getting canceled and pe- getting, getting uh, abused, basically, by this system. And taking advantage of it. This was one lady named Meatball, I think was her name. She was out doing a TikTok stuff. And she was... <sighs> I wasn't even going to delve into this yet, but it, it's—I'm uh, going to now because uh, I'm already there. So, so this lady's out there doing this TikTok stuff, and she's showing this or, or YouTube, YouTube Shorts or whatever it is—it's like TikTok style, style type uh, videos she's making with her phone of these, and they're—they're they're not protesting anything now. Now it's just come down to hey, it's—I don't know how they organize these raids, and I'm sure the FBI knows, and they're not getting—they're not talking about it at all. It's viewed as a, a forced reparations kind of situation. That's what they're kind of calling it. Well, you know, we're not giving them reparations so they can just go in and take whatever they want. So they're going in, they're busting into stores. And of course, now the stores then move out. And they claim that those stores are racist because they're moving out. Why are you moving out? We need you in this, in this area. Well, they, they can't afford to stay in the area because people keep coming in and just robbing them. People bust the doors, the doors down and you have a horde of about 150 kids running in there because, you know, they need televisions to survive. iPhones, TVs, you're really crazy to steal an
1: iPhone, by the way. I don't understand how you're going to get away with that.
0: I was recently approached in a, in a parking lot by a young lady, very unassuming, very, very uh, she, did, she didn't seem, you know, very threatening at all. Y- young girl, probably, you know, maybe,
1: maybe early 20s. And she was trying to sell
0: uh, iP- iP- Airp- AirPod Pros, Apple, you know, earphone Pros. Had, a, had, a little, had the box there. The box didn't look exactly brand new. Supposedly, they had just been purchased and they were really trying to get rid of them because they didn't, didn't want them, didn't need them. And they were trying to sell them. They wanted 100 bucks for them. Well, I don't know if – I'm looking all around me thinking, "Okay, this is a way to distract – you have to really watch yourself in these situations. I I do a lot of walking and I I, had dropped my car off. I was – happened to be up in the Chicago area. I had dropped my car off to get my tires rotated. And in the process, while I was waiting, I walked over to a Meijer supermarket uh, store, Meijer store. We have those up up here in the north. They're kind of like a Walmart but they're – some of them are better. Some of them aren't. Are better than Walmart. And the, this, you know, I'm walking back to the, I got my hand full of, full of bags, just little stuff, just junk I bought. And I'm walking back over to Discount Tire, where, where I get my tires done. And she approaches me in the parking lot from behind me. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Do you want to buy some iPads or uh, your your your, your AirPods or what are they? whatever they're called? or whatever they whatever they call. I don't know. I own some, but I don't know what to go. And I already have a. I have the old pair. Uh, the you know the newer the, when they first came out. I have the the, the original, just the the standard version. And then I've got the pros as well. The pros I like to wear when I'm flying because uh, when I'm traveling. Just makes things a lot quieter, and uh, I can sit in the back of the plane, not hear crying babies and stuff. So I usually I usually take those with me on the airplane, and then I, when I'm just sitting in the terminal, I'll, I'll wear my other, other ones just to save the batteries and just to that way I kind of change it up. And that way I can hear background noise as well. Though, anyway, so I'm I'm um, walking across, and of course the first my first thought is this is a ruse, she's trying to distract me. Meanwhile, I'm going to get rolled up on by another car, and they're going to they're going to you know try to rob me. So I'm very very cautious at this point. And I'm looking all around me um, as she's talking to me because I'm, I'm assuming that she's not by herself. I'm assuming she's working with a team here. It's very strange for someone to approach you in a parking lot, try to sell you Airpads, AirPods, AirPods, podpods, Pods, Peepods, Peepaws, Peepaw, whatever it is. And, and so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very uh, cautious. This point now, I'm not going to pull out $60 in cash or $800 in cash, which is what she was looking for. She was looking for me to pull out my wallet, and then probably at that at the point of pulling out my wallet, that's probably when I would, would have been, you know, somebody would have rained down upon me. Now I didn't see anybody around. I was really, really looking, and I didn't see anybody around. But that doesn't mean that they're not there. And I, I just said, well, you know, that's, that's a good price, but sorry, I don't, want, I don't need any. I've got, i got plenty, so I'm, I'm fine. And, and right away she dropped her price to sixty bucks.
1: Now I don't know
0: um, that, you know that's forty percent off, forty of, percent off of something that's already you know seventy percent off. So I'm not sure exactly. Because they're they're usually three hundred bucks, they're like like two hundred and some dollars, I think two hundred fifty bucks or whatever. I think you can spawn special occasionally or Costco at something for like two hundred fifty bucks. But they're normally I think they're retail normal retails for two two ninety nine, I believe. I'm like, uh, what? Now I was tempted at that point. I don't have I didn't have cash on me, so I was I was like, I said, well, so I don't have cash on me. So I, in fact, I told her, I said, I don't have I don't have any cash on me. She, well, they got an ATM inside. Now, now it just seems weird. Now, now it's okay. So you're going to follow me inside. Get my, get my money. You're going to get. Chances are these things are stolen. I, I have no idea where these things came from. So I just walk away. No, I'm not, I'm not interested. Sorry. Thank you. Thanks for offering, but no, no, thank you. Oh, well. I walked away. I, I just, it, to me, it's, it had, you know, it's just, it just stunk. You know, if, if you're really legitimately trying to sell something like that, put them on you know, Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or something. It's just, it's just weird to approach somebody in a parking lot that way. And I'm all for helping somebody. I'd rather have them do that than ask me for money. Hey, can you give me 20 bucks? No. I don't have cash, and I'm not just going to give you money. Are you hungry? I'll buy you some food. And, and even then, I'm pretty reluctant to do that just because most of these panhandlers out there – and unfortunately, it's the bad panhandlers that are out there
1: who are making a living doing that
0: when there's plenty of work to be done out there, at least least for now. When I go to a restaurant and they don't have enough servers and then somebody out there is asking for money for nothing, once you go over to the restaurant because they're looking for help over there, they don't have enough servers. I bet they would hire you and pay you, and you could get some tips over there for doing something instead of just begging for money. You're worth more than that, folks. If you're if you're if you're listening to this and you're a beggar, that is no way to live. Well, I'll make a lot of money. I don't care if you make a lot. It's it, it's a trash way to make a living. It's not a way. You know, you might be getting by right now. And thinking you're doing well. You're not. Now, there are some that are very good at it. And, and they actually own up several homes. They have, it's, it's, it's amazing uh, what some of them do. But it's, uh, you know, th- th- those those are the pros. Now, now having said all that, I- I'd like to talk about this, this you know, this uh, meatball lady. So she's out there. She's talking about. People need to eat, people need to eat, people need to eat. She, she starts repeating herself over and over and over. Maybe I can actually find this. Um, let's see if I can find, oh, now my, my computer has been extremely slow this morning. I'm not sure what's going on with this. I just, it's been a while since it's been running. I just keep getting a spinning ball, spinning beach ball. Um, so she's, she's sitting there and she's uh, she just keeps repeating herself over and over, which is a trend I've noticed in this culture where they try to talk over you. They want, to t- they, want to make, they want to get attention and they want to say something. They come up with what they're going to say and they just start repeating it. And I'm not sure what that's all about. Um, I, I know that it, has, it is an attempt to dominate the conversation in most cases. I recently saw a, a video of a supposedly a college professor. She says she worked for the school. There's a, a preacher preaching, uh, open air preaching. He's got a little microphone and he's got his volume turned up to the amount that's allowed by law, and he's out there preaching on a campus. He's fully allowed to do so because it's a public, it's a public campus. And it's been determined that because it, because it is public, because it is a government. Entity. He has the right to be there and and, and uh, preach the gospel. And this lady walks up and grabs his microphone, and starts asking him questions. She grabs his microphone and tries to take it away from him. And he asks for it back and he asks for it back and he asks for it back and she won't give it back to him and she's she's saying that she, he's a racist and he's all, all kinds of things. You know, it's, and uh what
1: was I gonna what was I gonna look for here?
0: You no, know, this, this lady was arrested by the way, but anyway, so, so this, uh, this lady comes up and she gets this microphone. Well, finally, she, the police step up and say, ma'am, you need to let go of the microphone or we're going to arrest you. And she's, she's claiming, oh, you're, you're saying that I, I'm assaulting him. What she, basically she's saying, what, what law have I broken? What does she start, starts going to this whole thing of, you know, how she's going to, uh, Basically, she, she, she starts resisting the arrest. He, he, finally, he says, you need to let go of it. You need to give him his property or we're going to arrest you. And then finally, the cop says, you're under arrest. There's two, there's two police officers there.
1: And she starts resisting arrest. Once, you, once
0: they say, you're under arrest, you're under arrest. Sorry. You, now, you're, now you're talking about a court argument now. So what's going to happen here. That's what happens. That's
1: what has to happen at this point.
0: Now, I, I don't know uh, – what's this guy? Uh, Chicago bro would be armed – robbery suspect backs off when Florida clerk shows gun. Huh, some guy from Chicago went down to Florida and apparently uh, was going to rob the place and then he starts to behave once the uh, clerk shows his gun. That's so what's interesting. Um, Yeah, this lady's name is Meatball. She's she's been arrested now, and that's all I can find any, anything on her here. But uh, maybe the, maybe they will play the if I can find the actual. Oh, here's the Young Turks the attorney for influencer Meatball, it's His criticism of her looting is racist. Yeah, this is this is where Anna Kasparian basically went nuts. She's there, you know, to say that she's. Let's see if they actually play anything on here. Um. I don't know if they'll actually play the video of her, but she, she's on there doing all this chanting and ranting and raving and I- encouraging the people to, to loot these places. They're, they're stealing everything from iPhones to uh, TVs, shoes, food. They, go, they break into a food place and break, you know, they get a whole bunch of food. People need to eat. People need to eat. Now, if you look at this lady, you'll realize she, she doesn't have any problem with eating. Uh, she's obviously not starving. Just put it that way. And I, I don't know what's, what's happening here, but th- this, is, this is the kind of culture that we're, we're allowing and, and we're excusing it by saying it's racist if you, if you try to stop them or say anything about them because it's just ridiculous lunacy. Now, on the other hand, there's another... Here's, here's another I'm going to try to play this. I hope this plays from... This was actually a messenger. Uh, note that somebody sent me. I'm going to try to play this. Uh, I found this on YouTube. Actually, it's uh, actually something I found. I guess I sent it to somebody. And and I'm going to try to play this for you. It's it's Jerry Nadler. And he is questioning Chip Roy about semi-automatic weapons. And, of course, any kind of semi-automatic weapon is considered an AR-style rifle which is just Armalite. That's, that's all it stands for. And it's, it, it's, it's in a, a tactical-type uh, weapon. And Chip Roy is trying to explain to Jerry Nadler here why it's necessary for someone to have a semi-automatic rifle. Now, listen to carefully to what Jerry Nadler says in one of these statements, and it's, it's been said by J- Joe Biden as well. I've heard him say the same thing. I'm going to try to play this and see if it will actually play from... I'm from my computer. If I don't I have to go to the link and have to pull it up that way. But um, we'll see what happens here. Uh, it's not it's not
1: playing. That's what I was afraid of.
0: Yeah. It's not playing. Not playing. Let's just go let's go to the uh, let's go to the live broadcast here, folks. Let's I'm just gonna go to the link. Let it pull it up that way. My computer is running extremely slow this morning. Uh, I don't think it's the internet. I think it's just the, uh, the computer itself. I'll try to play this. It's a short on YouTube, and it's just uh, so it's just a loop of Jerry Nadler questioning Chip Roy. Now Keep in mind that Joe Biden has made the very same kind of statements in defense of this idea that we're going to take away your – that people don't need semi-automatic weapons. Well, why do you need semi-automatic why, why do you need that? Well, let's let's talk about it here for a second, and no, it's, it's, we're going to get into this here in just a minute. If this thing ever plays, um, well, that didn't work. So there we go. Boy, this is this is frustrating. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with inferior equipment here. Um, but basic, basically, uh, you, when when you get politicians, what do you use
1: order, here, semi-automatic here we weapons for? To defend yourself. No, it's uh, that's now it's buffering.
0: Yeah, that's frustrating. So um, I may I may just try to uh, work on this for a moment, see what I can do with it, and
1: uh, stand by for just a second here. I'm gonna put this on right here
0: see what happens if this this hasn't working here uh, see if i can do this now
1: what do you use semi-automatic weapons for to defend yourself against home invaders but also let's be clear against tyranny
0: you you you, you said that um, you could use a
1: semi-automatic weapon to uh, to fight tyranny sure you mean you'd use it against american troops the very existence of the second amendment is designed purposefully to empower the people to be able to resist the force of tyranny used against them to step over their natural rights given to them by God. That is why the Second Amendment exists. What do you-
0: Now, did you notice in this, he said, you'd use them against the U.S. military? Well, let's be clear about something. And, and this is what really bothers me about this, about this argument. You're going to use them against the military? And, of course, most people get defensive at this point. They say, oh, oh no, no, we were, we're not going to use them against the military. Not, no, no, because you know, they don't want to upset their people who are serving in the military. Now, I've heard this. Th- stop and think about this for a moment.
1: I, I, I have
0: even heard people in the military when you talk about starting a militia, when you start talking about you know, being a part of a militia, it's like, any, anything to do with any of this kind of stuff where you say, well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna protect ourselves against potential overreach by the government. The Second Amendment is there to protect ourselves, to 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 slow down government
1: reach into our lives. First
0: of all, this, this one guy I taught, was, this is business back in the, in, in the 80s, actually early 90s. And this guy who happened to be in the infantry, he was a reserve guy. He said, well, you know, we got, we'll come after you guys with whatever, you know, he's, with his, you know, he's, I think he was in, uh, what do they call it? What, ah, what is it? It's not armored. It's not armored. It's, uh,
1: he was shooting, shooting the big, uh.
0: The big guns, uh, whatever are, what are they called, I can't remember what they are. My um, oh, mind is just going away. And and he was uh, he was in, in, in a division where he's like, well, we'll take you guys out with our our howitzers, whatever the way they were. And he's um, like, well, well, first of all, why are you coming after us with them to begin with? I said, like, we're not we're not we're not going to attack the military. This is the Second Amendment's a defensive amendment because the government overreaches too far. So what, what these people are saying is, like, like Joe Biden, he says, well, you better have some F-15s, F-18s, or whatever, whatever it is he said. Oh, you're the one who's bringing up the military. You're the one who's saying the military is going to be the one that cracks down on us, that's going to, def- to defend you, the tyranny, the, the, tyr- the tyrannist, the despot. So you're the one who's going to sig the military on us. We're not, we're not going after the military. I'm not, I'm not saying this. I'm saying this hypothetically as a
1: kind of a straw man thing.
0: And it's, it's interesting how the, they, they turn to this right away. Well, we're going to have the military protect us. That's not what the military is there for. Military was never meant to be turned on
1: the American people. And yet that's, that's, that's their first thought. Is that the military is there to protect
0: them. I guarantee you, you turn in yourself into a tyrannical leader, a dictator. Now they call, they call Trump a fascist and a dictator. Who's the one who puts out mandates? Who's the, who's, the, who's the group? Who's the side that starts silencing and canceling people? Who's the one that arms the IRS to go after people?
1: These people are pathetic. It's,
0: it's constant projection. Hillary Clinton was just on recently being interviewed, and she guess what she comes up with? She comes up with this idea that these, this MAGA crowd is radical, and they need to be reprogrammed.
1: She says they need to be reprogrammed. This is, this is where we're going with
0: this. Let's see if I can find it here. Because it, it, it's worth listening to. Uh, deprogrammed. Deprogrammed, I guess it was. Let's see if we can find it here. Here, here she, she's being interviewed by, by CNN. Uh, this is a seven-minute long video. There's clip here. Uh, Trump tortures. Uh, MAGA call He's formal. De- de- yeah, I can find a short one. Here, here it is. Here, this is a short. Let's, let's play this one and see what it says. Those extremists, those MAGA extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, and when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen.
1: And how do you do that? Because you said you have to defeat them by defeating their leader. Their leader right. is Donald Trump. Even you have said that you expect him to be the Republican nominee.
0: How does this change at all? At this point, I think, sadly, he will still likely be the nominee and we have to defeat him. Sadly, so many of... Um- this woman is speaking as if she's intelligent and knows what she's talking about.
1: This is, this is worse than the deplorable statement she made a while back, before the election. For her to come out and make this kind of a statement
0: is, this, this, is, this is what they think of you. If you believe in make America great again, if you believe in this idea that we want someone who's not part of the establishment, they have so vilified this guy. And and they talk about – at the same time that they're going after Trump, they're also going after a lot of other people. I don't know if you're familiar familiar with – or if you you recall uh, Powell, Sidney Powell. She's a lawyer. They are suing the daylights out of her. They're also suing Mike Lindell now for, I think it's $1.3 billion. $1.3 billion in defamation lawsuit. And there are actually people who are standing up for that, the idea of them going after him. There are some lawyers, that, there's some channels that have, lawyer channels that are leftist lawyers. that are standing up for this idea that they're going after this guy and vilifying him. And you should see some of the comments that are out there. And of course, you have to wonder if some of these comments are paid for. This gets back to the whole media thing and what's going on in Israel. Now, I want to shift gears now and start talking about that and why I – because the show is half over. And I want, to, I want to get into this whole thing of why I'm concerned about a lot of, the, a lot of what's going on in the media with regard to
1: what's happening in Israel. There are a lot of
0: pundits out there right now, especially CNN and MSNBC. And this is where I don't, and I don't even trust Fox for that matter when it comes regarding this kind of stuff. It's very well known that the media will put on their pundits, these pundits come out of nowhere this is our analysis, our, our, our you know, we bring out these, these military analysts that come out here and they start start talking about, well, you know, they've got this and they've got that and they're coming over here and this is what, this is how they're attacking and they've got this, this is what's that. They did this, it's the same thing with Ukraine. They brought out these people who were talking about how, you know, they, it may, it may look like a football play. Well, they're taking the, the south here right now and they're moving up on the north and they've got the, of the troops. Many, many, many times, in fact, normally, usually, these pundits are embedding things within this message to help
1: one side or the other.
0: They're using these broadcasts with this information to create a narrative, to create something, to, to help them either to help one side or the other. There are hidden messages, there are hidden there are hidden agendas, or it's just flat out. Misinformation or disinformation—actually, be disinformation. They're purposefully showing, you know, what what the what the troops are doing to set the enemy off, or to leak something to the to the other side, to one side or the other, that they don't wouldn't otherwise be able to. And I just don't trust them at all. When I see these reports, I just kind of look at it like, "Yeah, that's what you say. You're, you're saying that this is what's happening." I, I kind of wonder what really is happening, and why are you t- why are you saying why are you out there saying during wartime for everyone to know both for, for both sides or for whatever side? We, why are you letting the enemy know exactly what's going on? Well, they got ten thousand troops over here, and they, they just moved these troops over there. Why? why are you, that's this is intel. Now, I'm sure that they know what's going on for the most part, but you're, you're handing it to them on a silver, silver platter here. It's, it's, so why are you why are you out there with this kind of information? There were times during the World War, World War II when there was a blackout in this country. You, you, there were cities that they didn't even allow them to have their lights on at night. The, the whole city would go black. They wouldn't even, on radio broadcasts, they weren't even allowed to give the temperature outside. Because the enemy, if they heard that transmission, they could potentially put together an entire weather forecast if they just knew the temperatures around the country
1: and know whether or not it was possible to fly an attack. And here we are broadcasting to the the whole world, putting it on the internet, what, what everybody's doing.
0: I don't know. It, it just it, – to me, it just – it stinks. I don't – it's hard to un- understand how they get away with this or why they're doing it. I just feel like there's other ul- ulterior method you – know, uh, motives here. Now, now, having said that, what's happening now with the, the whole attack thing and here – it's, it's kind of like why are they doing this? I've, I've asked some of my friends, why would, would Hamas – be doing this now, the way they did it. Now, it, keep in mind, to the day, it was 50 years since the war in, oh, what would it be, 70, 72, 73, 73, 73, whatever, whatever it was. And they, they come, and, and at the same time, we hear these reports. It's much like, it reminded me so much of the Hillary situation where, well, some people had a – this guy had a video, and that's why these people responded the way they did. This attack on our embassy was because of uh, this, this video. Some guy made a video, and they attacked this, this embassy. It's a full-scale military attack. This attack was not just some thing that happened because of something that happened 20 – there are people out there who are sticking up for – the people, the Palestinians, if you want to call them that, the, the Hamas support, the uh, attackers and the, the Gaza Strip occupiers, whatever you call them, occupiers, that's probably, not, I don't know, those who live there, not in the Gaza Strip. And they're, they're coming out and saying that, well, the, they're just fighting back because of what happened, because the, the, the uh, Israel— Went after them and, and I think they killed like 20 people recently. They were going after some Hamas dissidents and they, they went after they, – they killed a bunch of people and they were claiming, oh, they killed a bunch of women and children. Um, they have this thing over there and I want to talk about this. There's a thing called mowing the grass, mowing the lawn. And every couple years, every few years, they'll have a squirmish where they come in and they, they basically have to go in and tear down the – it's, it's kind of like they, they, they cut, cut down the uh, growth of the, – where they have weapons stashes and that kind of thing in, in Gaza, on the Gaza Strip. And they will you – know, they'll go in and, and basically root out some of these nefarious actors.
1: Now, Netanyahu
0: has been kind of pushed around lately as a leader and the, the leftists, the, the sympathizers who are left kind of looking stupid now, have been kind of pushing back on Netanyahu. There's been people protesting him in, in, in Israel. Especially in Tel Aviv. Where Tel Aviv is a very liberal, left leaning part of the country, and Jerusalem is very kind of the opposite. It's kind of the, the, the right wing or the conservative right wing of the population there. And there's other pockets of other things. It's not, it's not a huge state. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a huge country. It's, you know, it's, if you can think of, I think it's the size of Indiana, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit bigger than that. But the, so the country is, um, it's surrounded on every side, and it's it's got this um, this issue with the, the going after the leadership that is trying to protect Israel. And Netanyahu has been big on law and order and, and making sure that keep keeps things protected. Now th- this attack was very well orchestrated. My my belief is that Mossad knew that this was coming. I, I, I don't – they had to have known. They had to have warned some people. I don't know exactly who knew what and when and how they, how they did all this. Personally, I, there's enough of the factions in Israel probably that was trying to make Netanyahu look bad. They probably didn't, didn't even inform him of all the intelligence that was available. Um at the same time they, they may have you know come up with some way to to devise some way of getting all this done now you have to keep in mind this is just a few weeks or i think maybe a month since funds were released to iran in the tune i think it was 8 billion dollars with a b billion dollars were released that we were that we had fo- frozen funding and we released those things because, you know, Biden just always—they, oh, they, they, you know, why, we, why are we holding these funds from them? They're not—you know—they're not bad actors. They primarily—they are the major funder for all the things that are going on with Hamas and Hezbollah. Now, Hezbollah is in the north, and they are attacking now there as well. Um, I happen to have a nephew who lives there, in the north, northern part, and. His, his wife and his children are there and they, they – um, of course, they would be serious targets. You can't watch the, the videos that have been published and, and posted of some of the things that are going on there, the atrocities and the way people are being kidnapped. Civilians are kidnapped, taken away. Some of them are killed, paraded around, dragged around. Um, there was a, an outdoor concert. I don't know what kind of music it was. There was an outdoor music concert apparently. I believe, kind of in the southern, uh, southwestern part of the country, that uh, they they basically surrounded and killed about two hundred. They found about two hundred and fifty bodies there, I think, something like that. A bunch bunch more people are missing. Um, just basically
1: circled them up and then shot them. Like
0: it, it, it's. And then, of course, they captured a bunch of people. There's, I think there's at least 100 people that they've taken co- hostage, probably more than that. And many, many, they've taken many back to Gaza. And, of course, now they're going to use those as human shields. This, this is terrorism. This isn't, this isn't a military operation. This is, this is terrorism. Now, they came in with – they even had uh, paragliders, parachute uh, – not paragliders, but para- powered parachutes – but they came in you know, through, on the sky. They came in from all over the place. And, they, and these missiles that they're using are not just hodgepodge makeshift uh, Scud missiles that they used to use all the time. These are long-range missiles that cost a lot of money. They, they would have had to have been funded by someone. Gee, I wonder where that money comes, came from, the $8 billion that was released. All of a sudden, they have the money and the funding and all the, the military might that you can imagine to literally level places. There, there's streets that are just blown, blown to bits. Over 5,000 missiles, the way I understand it, have been launched on, into Israel. Now, why are they doing this and what is going on? Here, I, there are all kinds of theories you're going to hear. Here's my personal opinion of what's going on. They, they know they're not going to win in this war. They know that there's going to be retaliation. Now, Earlier, I talked about this thing where this young lady approached me in a parking lot wanting to sell me something. They sell these AirPods.
1: And my first thought was, this is a distraction. They're going to move in and take my stuff that I've got in my bag, which wasn't worth much, and they're going to take my wallet. This is a ruse to rob me.
0: While Israel is firing off all of these Iron Dome missiles and knocking most of them out of the sky,
1: if they'd have been hit by 5,000 missiles, they'd be gone. But they're using these as a distraction, as a way to deplete the Iron Dome. What are we doing? We're sending $8 billion. be very clear joe
0: biden does not like netanyahu he doesn't he, he does not like israel the radical left does not like israel they are for the palestinians
1: they think that they should have their own state
0: there are issues with that i'm not going to get into all that but and arafat he was a the leader there for a long time until he he passed but he Here's what the, you don't realize the, the amount of aid, the amount of money, and the amount of things that are done by Israel for the, the people in Gaza. And the leaders there turn around and oppress the people and blame it on Israel. It is really a very twisted situation. And much of what you hear from the, the Palestinian Sympathizers is extreme misinformation and disinformation. What you hear from coming from them, I am. I'm very sad. My background was a Mennonite. Most of the Mennonite Church, at least those in the higher up, you know, the educational
1: facilities, the the colleges, and the seminaries
0: all feel that the, the, the Palestinians are the oppressed people and we need to stand, stand up for them and we need to stick up for them. They're, they're the oppressed ones. Well, they are being oppressed, but they're not being oppressed by Israel. You, you have, you're not really understanding the political climate there, what, what's really going on here, if you just leave it at that. much more going on there than what what's we're being told and, what's, and what these people are telling us and what they're, they're, they're very sadly misinformed. And I, and I see people even now making comments on some of the YouTube videos of, well, you know, if, if, if you had been, or if, I'd, if my, my, you know, my land had been taken over and all this stuff for so many years, I don't know how
1: I would have reacted either. Well, th- this certainly isn't the way to deal with it.
0: It's atrocious, and it's it's absolutely appalling and hideous. And it now how Israel responds. Again, they get embroiled and embattled in this war that they're that they're, they're not, they've now declared against Hamas.
1: While they are
0: fighting this, while they are entangled in this situation, what would be to stop a larger country from moving in?
1: If Iran and Russia, or any other country for that matter, were to decide that, hey, we're going to, this is a good time to just drop in and get rid of Israel. We have them distracted. We have them in a bad situation here. So we're going to take care of it.
0: So I'm going to uh, leave it at that for now because the show is going kind of long. I have, I have deep concerns about how this is, what kind of trigger this is going to cause. They're calling it their 9-11. Uh, keep in mind what happened after 9-11 here in this country.
1: The Patriot Act, TSA, Homeland Security. All these organizations that all of a sudden came into being because, well, guess what? We have to keep you safe. Well, why, why didn't you think about that before? I, much of what they've done since 9-11 would not have changed, would not have stopped 9-11 from happening. Yeah, security is tighter now. But those guys, those guys went through security. I'm sure they could find creative ways to do what they did again and probably are planning to do so. Who knows?
0: Or other things. There's plenty of other ways that they can wreak terror and havoc. And all these people are coming across the border right now. It's, it, we, don't have, we have no idea who they are. There have been many, many of them caught who are on the terrorist watch list. Watch list, And, when we, and we, we just let them come, on, come over. Right now, today there are people... Now, I know this, this is going to happen. After 9-11, there were people being recorded celebrating what happened. I think, I think it was over in the Bronx. It was somewhere. It, it might have been Jersey. There were... people of a certain ethnic background who were celebrating what happened on 9-11. And of course, now 20 years later, people say, oh, that never happened. That never happened. It happened. Where all the video evidence went of it, I don't know. I didn't didn't think about it at the time. That wasn't when anybody was saving any videos anywhere. Back in 2001, it would take up too many gigabytes or megabytes of information back then. when When a gig was a, you couldn't find a thumb drive with, a, with a, a gigabyte of memory storage on it. It was, you know, it was 250 megabytes. was a big deal.
1: If you could even find a thumb drive.
0: Now it's, you know, everybody's recording everything. There, there is video in many cities across this nation right now
1: of people out celebrating Waving flags in celebration of what Hamas did.
0: Keep that in mind, because five years from now, the left will be denying it. That never happened. It never happened. Oh, you're lying. It never happened.
1: It's a little harder to deny it now with the kind of video that's out there. But these are the –
0: and other stepping up security in a lot of Semitic neighborhoods, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Jewish neighborhoods now are, are stepping up security. Police are even stepping up security in, in some areas where they know that there could be retaliation. There could be either retaliation or actual attacks on Jewish society, Jewish uh, groups in, the, in, the, in, the, in our nation, in our country and we
1: don't – we have no idea. It doesn't take for that many people. All these military-aged men who are coming across our border, how many does it take? A thousand? A couple thousand? Strategically placed and and well-armed, well-equipped, to wreak some serious havoc. It is absolutely ridiculous what's happening on our border right now.
0: It's been happening for the last almost three years now. And now they're finally starting to realize it. Joe Biden's come out now and said, "Oh, we need, we need a wall." We, they're not calling it a wall. They're just calling it a, a we need a barrier. All this time they they continue to say the border is secure, the border is secure. Myorcas, who I don't know if any of you realize how what kind of lifestyle that guy lives, but he he but he's he kept coming out saying that the border is secure. The border is secure. How do you define your security? This they redefine everything, and then they say it's oh this is this is a vaccine. Vaccine. This is a vaccine. Well, vaccines are supposed to keep you from getting it, and that's not what happened. They had to redefine the definition of the word vaccine. Think about that.
1: That changed the definition of a word. So, they can use it for, what, for their purposes. Who are these people?
0: It's ridiculous. Trying to force this old language changes all the time. We're constantly evolving in language, language changes. A lot. It changes organically, it normally changes on its own. The way people talked 200 years ago and the way, the way they talk today is different, yes. They weren't told how to talk what words you can and can't use, or what that word means now, or that it's offensive now and it wasn't then. It's whatever. It's, it's just gotten beyond the pale, and I don't know what else to tell you about that. It is Monday. Now, tomorrow morning, uh, there will be a show. It will it'll, it'll hopefully be posted much earlier than this, uh, because I will be working my way west tomorrow. <clears throat> and uh, most likely have a show posted uh, p- probably before 9 o'clock in the morning. So keep that in mind. I, the rest of the week, I have no idea, no idea how, what's going to happen. I'd imagine there, there probably will be one other show at some point during the week, but I really don't know for sure. So I'll uh, just play it by ear. In the meantime, uh, pray for the peace of in, in Israel and uh, pray for uh, our, our, our nation's leaders but they don't do stupid things anymore. Uh, that's a big prayer, I realize. Once again, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for, for uh, sharing this show and just uh, making comments, whatever you do, um, and praying for our nation, praying for each other. God bless, folks. Have a great week.